thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. in your general direction. <laughs> oh, the French. Mm. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Brewing View Podcast. You must be Mr. Brad. I am. And as always, you are Andrew Andy. And I will continue to be. Mm-hmm. So, we are back again. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks in a row. Proud of us. I know. Um, we're we're a streaky show. We are. Right now we're hot. Hot. Dropping it like it's hot. Um things good down in the tub. Things are good down in the tub. I'm I'm very excited. Um my sisters are coming down. It's my youngest sister's 21st birthday. Um that would be fun. Sunday. Yeah. But we've been forgetting Forbidden to go to the booze place with all the bars by my mother. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I don't know. Probably play a little Uno. Hang out. Now, we definitely have, at the very least, uh, we're doing a little kayaking afternoon excursion in the swamp. Um, and uh, my sister wants to go to the World War II Museum. On uh, Saturday when she gets in, which is the 
number two museum in the world. Hmm. Yeah. Number um, two? Yeah. It's it's the shit. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's supposed to be like a phenomenal place. Um, they have, uh, they're like, yeah, you can spend three hours or three days in here. It just all depends cool. on what you want. So, um, I'm, I'm interested in that. That'll be good. And, uh, definitely going to bring her to this tiki bar to get some, uh, you know, strong, strong Island, uh, drinks. Nice. Yeah. Is she uh, an experienced drinker? She's um, no, and she doesn't like. Uh, I think it's just not her speed. Like she's definitely this won't be her first time drinking, but she just likes to do other stuff, which is weird. Well, you can do other stuff while you're drinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's cool. Uh, hope your hope you, it goes fun or goes well. I think yeah. it, it's for me. It's weird having um, uh, that much disparity between siblings. Um, it just because I'm not like used to it. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's four of us, so yeah. yeah. As far as age goes, I mean, right? Yeah, but it, that kind of helps bridge the gap a little bit when there's two others. Yeah. Yeah, and my mom has said plenty of times that we were all planned, and my response is, who cares? (laughs) Why are you telling us this? (laughs) A little bit too much information, Mom. Yeah, it's kind of like, what's his name, Ron Howard, giving all his kids middle names of where they were conceived. Like, come on. No one cares, and then when you share it, it's like, all right. Who asked? Is is that a thing? Yeah. Bryce Dallas really? Howard. The other ones. <laughs> the other ones. Ke- Kevin ask. Nova Scotia Howard. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Chain backseat Howard. <laughs> I was just trying to think of other ones. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby Swingers Party. Yeah. Howard. Bobby Key Party. <laughs> Bobby Key Party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lauren, quick, my parents won't be gone long, Howard. <laughs> Kids. Names. Yeah. Huh. Reed Howard. Paige Howard. Jocelyn Howard. Mm-hmm. Reed Howard. Uh, maybe they're keeping their middle. Oh man, he is a ginger. Like there's, like they talk about. Holy cow, Reed yeah. Howard. <laughs> Jam. Oh. And Paige Howard. She's got yeah, not as red. That's a shame. And Jocelyn Howard. I like how I freaking judging people. And I look the way I do. Well, anyway. here you go. This is perfect. All right, I found this one. Uh, Son Reed Howard, named after a London street because 
said Howard, Volvo isn't a very good middle name. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. That's weird, man. It's Come on. It's dumb, man. right? But it's kind of funny, too. It makes your kids uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I guess. I like doing that, too. Yeah. Um, how was, uh, what was I going to ask? Damn it, I just lost my train of thought. How was, I don't know. It this is good. going swimmingly. <laughs> um, it was good. <laughs> crap. I had something, oh, come back to me. Anyways, uh, how was the beer you're drinking this week? Oh, beer I'm drinking. How's that? Fantastic. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so I am drinking Breakfast Hero by hmm. Trim Tab. Um, it was a collaboration um, with Donut Hero, okay. which I assume is a donut shop in Birmingham, Alabama, where Brack- cool. or uh, where Trim Tab is located. Um, it's uh, style. It's according to Beer Advocate, it's an English sweet slash milk stout. Uh, according to Trim Tab, it's an Imperial Donut Stout, and it is delicious. Uh, it comes in at 8.5 ABV. Uh, it was a specialty brew, apparently. Uh, it is. I have it in this tulip glass here, and mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I said to OT, I was like, "This looks like a cannonball. It's just like <laughs> black. You cannot see through it. Very little head right. on it, and it's just like that rounded." Just because how it was in the glass, um, but it's it's awesome. It's a big beer, you know, kind of that stick to your ribs winter warmer, which yeah. there's no appropriate time here. Just just so just, just do it, it now. Yeah, um, got a nice sweetness to it, malty, uh, roasty. I don't know how it smells. How does it smell? It smells like coffee. Um, it's awesome. I gave it a four point five. Cool. It is delicious. There's um, Trim Tab. I was telling you last week. There's the uh, brewery ones I got from our brewery um, that were just sitting in the uh, production cooler. So if there's another Breakfast Hero next time I go back, I am snatching that up. Going all in. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's Excellent. Sounds pretty yummy. It is delish. Okay. And well, I've, I've been there, done that. That is the name of my beer. So I've heard. Uh, f- from my buddy Steve. Again, this is the third of four. Cool, Matt. And yeah, Cool, Steve, <laughs> Matt. And uh, has, like, it's pretty much the same beer I've been drinking. It's just a heavy double I- Imperial Double IPA. So you really have uh, been there and done that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, uh, but yummy. I mean, just super heavy on the front, heavy on the hops and malt, and just just a flavor explosion in your mouth. And um, Sounds it's good. from that same brewery. Go ahead and say it for me. Casita Cerveceria. Yeah, there you go. Cerveceria. Cerveceria. So that must be a brewery, right? Um, because cerveza is a beer, beer? or yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's the little beer like house. Like a beer cafeteria? I don't know. 
Anyways, yeah, uh, really I good. I mean, uh, gave it a 4.5 myself. Um, very nice. yummy. Uh, not well. It's not, not a whole lot of check-ins, like 1,400 check-ins. So, and it's averaging like 4.24. So this is a good one for everyone. Nice. Uh, again, it's a microbrew out of Fountain, North Carolina. So nice. thank you very much again, Steve, for that. Both gave it 4.5s, and we've got another theme going on, too, tonight. Nice. Yeah. A little Batman action. Yes, I like your I like your pictures. So. Thank you, thank you. Check out the, our, our photo art with our beers. Too. Yeah. We're, we're not just podcast artists. Mm-mm. We're also beer photographer. That's right. Yeah. We're the we're the Andy Warhols of beer cans. Yeah. We're we're uh, we're multimedia artists. That's what really Andy Warhol was to soup cans, we yeah. are to beer cans. That's true. That's what I was looking for. That is true. No, no one is uh, listening, so no one will dispute that fact no i'm just kidding um yeah no one would dispute that because it's true the proof's in the pudding all right that is awesome um any i love uh you know we're both having good beers both have you know even even if we have beers we don't like it doesn't really affect the quality of the show but you know up front a little excitement we're both uh in a good place Beer emotionally, I don't. Yeah, know. that was a bit of a stretch. I like that. <laughs> um, uh, the, our my local beer distributor had a customer appreciation day this weekend. Which nice. Was nice. My family came home and they're like, loaded you up with yeah, a pallet of uh, trogues or what? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was. Thanks for keeping us in business. Yeah, you you complete us. Um, they, uh, my family drove by and said, "Hey, we got somewhere to take you." So they took me up to my beer distributor and said, "They had a bunch of tastings and stuff." Um, it was actually kind of lame, but that sounds. Uh, I don't think that sounds lame at all. No, the actual the actual presentation of it. They had oh, okay. Hot dogs and some couple Good. tastings. That's okay. Um, as long as we know beer tastings are awesome. Yeah, yeah, but I've had most of them. I had. What do they have that was really good? They should have known. They're not appreciating um, you enough. Like an orange crush something or other that was really yummy. Pale ale. That was tasty. Nice. Uh, but but yeah, that was about it on the beer front. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't have I don't have a lot going on on the beer front uh, here either. Any big happenings in, the, in your brewery? Um, new releases or anything like that? Tomorrow actually is going to be a busy day for me, a uh, busy night for me, actually. I fortunately do not have to work during the day, um, but we've got a couple things going on. We've got a pop-up uh, Mexican restaurant instead of our usual um, American bar food. Um, so I'm looking Cutting forward. Cutting tacos to- in half? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> better not. Better not ask me. Uh, that nonsense. No, uh, actually, we were. I'm pretty excited. We were instructed like there's going to be no substitutions. Everything's it's going to be quick, fresh, delicious. They and the guy who um, he's one of our owners now. He started out as a consultant for us. Uh, he's also a consultant and uh, former part owner of this place that's having the pop up. And he's the one who told us he's like they don't need 
they they come as is because they have everything they need on them already. It's like, all okay. right. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm all for that because uh, if you listen to this week's Mavs, it's I I don't like people making substitutions or weird requests. Nope. Like, this mm. is not a fancy restaurant. This is go, 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 turn and burn. The service industry has a limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's two. There's there's ceilings for like when you're spending a certain amount at a certain point it's just like your your requests are ridiculous someone got nachos and they requested no onions no jalapenos and if we could do diced tomatoes instead of pico de gallo like i don't think you want nachos you don't yeah you just want get the fuck out of tomatoes yeah yeah i don't know silly rabbit so on top of that, we actually do have a beer release. Um, Tux, which is one of the crews of, that uh, rolls in the Mardi Gras festivities, Mardi Gras parades. Um, they had a really good parade this year, the one that uh, OT passed out at. Oh. Um, yeah, she, Maybe it was just because she it was, was just so having awesome. too much fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was overwhelmed. Um, Man, that was a strange story. And just thinking back about it. Uh, but yeah, Tux, um, they're, uh, they're like mascot is a uh, drunk fryer. So, cool. we, so we have a one night only beer release for uh, fryer water. Okay. Uh, which is a um, Mexican lager uh, brewed with lime peels. So that's interesting. Yeah. Nice. I mean, at this point, it it's probably going to be perfect because it's probably going to be like 90 degrees tomorrow. Um, sunshine all day. So just a nice crushable lager with yeah. uh, a little yeah, bit of lime, a little, little citrus action. Yeah. 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 Cool. Corona ish. Yeah. Very Corona cool. adjacent. We all, we have one. That is um, our, our Dorada Mexican lager. And it is, uh, it's for what it is, it's very good. And I, I have, I work tirelessly for no reason to try and dispel the rumors that um, beer going from cold to hot to cold skunks it and that limes are added for uh, flavor, not uh-huh. to mask the fact that your beer is skunked. And yep. no one fucking cares. No one cares at <laughs> yeah. all. No, uh, you don't have a lime. It's a Mexican lager. Like, well, actually, the reason you put limes in Corona bottles is because they're, uh, you know, they well, a to start, it was to keep the flies out. Keep flies out is one of the prevailing rumors, but also, oh. I don't know if it's I, I. That's one of the things I've always heard, and I've never heard anything against that. So that works for me. But, but it other, also, as you said, the other thing is, yeah. Corona bottles are handled poorly. Light is what skunks beer, not temperature. And um, you put that lime in there to uh, prevent, uh, you know, you from drinking a beer that sucks or mm-hmm. enhancing a beer that sucks. Our beer is fresh. It's not skunked. It doesn't need a lime. That's and, right. <laughs> <clears throat> and usually people are either like, huh, and walk away or... I'm like, well, I just like it with lime. That's fair. But you know what? 
We're not a full service bar. I don't have any garnishes here. No limes. <laughs> no super eel. Yeah. <laughs> You're pushing your luck, little man. <laughs> I wonder, uh, like when, like if. So you refuse to cut somebody's sandwich in half, right? I or not refuse. Well, the, just, I refuse to ask the, the kitchen staff yes. to do it. Yes. Um, I just wonder, like, like what, uh, like what the tipping point is for, like, like, and it has to. It always depends on the person. Like, if someone's a douchebag, you know, like on what's the uh, the ask that gets them, you know. Or, you know what I mean? Like the um, mm. tipping point for, uh, I have it in my line of work, like, you know, people are like really super picky about little stupid things that don't really matter. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what's that tipping point and like where it is for everyone? And I'm sure like from day to day, it changes from yeah. year to year and all oh, that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. If you ever want to know mine, listen to Matt and Andrew for Society because <laughs> yeah, I'll guess. fucking tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it it uh, it it does, and it depends on the day. And I know too, just because between both my jobs, I spend a lot of time dealing with the public, and there are certain things. It it's certain people. Um, it's you know certain tone of voice, or, you know cadence you use that, and it's just like you know what, this is not working for me today. Fuck you. Um. But yeah, it it I agree with you. Like the tipping points, like shifting every day. Yeah. So, something that bothered me on Tuesday might not bother me. Not might not have bothered me at all on Monday. <clears throat> but it, it like for me, it's the this whole idea that like you know these these people are here to wait hand and foot on you. They're really they're they're really just here to help you. Like not. Yeah. You know, you want recommendations, you want to talk about beer, I'll do that all fucking day. But if you want to, like, people come in and they're like, uh, I want a 10-piece wing, um, all flats. Like, no. This is fucking frozen food. It comes in a pack of 10. That's why you get 10. Mm-hmm. And you can pick one flavor. Go to a wing place if you want wings weirdly specifically. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, what what's uh what you're you're uh you're hot on the burgers. So, let's let's explore that real quick. Well, well, yeah. So, like a burger is a burger. It's not like if you want two small burgers to mm-hmm. eat because you can't handle them with your tiny little hands and your tiny little mouth, <laughs> then, get sl- then you get sm- sliders. Can't get enough you meat in that mean? tiny little mouth of yours. And, <laughs> and honestly, like you guys said, oh, you know, it ruins, you know, like, you, you said a little, like, um, uh, little it, tongue in cheek. I, I are know. you talking about yes. the, the, the uh, flavor, the, the juices, the and juices all that coming stuff? out? Yeah. It's true. It's, it's absolutely true. It matters. Cause, like, when you pull it off the oven or pull it off the grill, off the oven, yeah, pull it off the grill, it's still cooking. Right. And if you pull it off after it's been really hot temperature outside, it's still going to cook and it's going to cook inside and it's going to keep those juices in there and keep it nice and warm. You bite in whether it's, you know, medium, medium, well, whatever. Right. Right. Um, and it's going to be good. 
but when you as soon as you cut it, it just like it takes all those juices and kind of ruins the burger. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, also, I it's think- the one thing I'm like actually kind of good at making on the grill. Like I for steaks, I just follow the, you know, flip yeah. it whenever you flip it. And I'm like no kind of connoisseur on it. But it's the one thing that I take a little bit of pre- pride in because mm-hmm. like um, there's not too many restaurants I can go to where I'm like, I could I could make a better steak or no, there's not too many. There, there's no restaurant I can say I can make a better snake than you can. Oh, unless it's I, like a I, yeah, steak and egg diners. Yeah, there's unless a place yeah. called there's a place in uh, Illinois. It's a little bit outside of Chicago. It's called the uh, Steak and Egger. Mm-hmm. And first off, I always found that sign to be really a little pushing a bit of a line there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Steak and Egger. Really. Huh. <laughs> hmm. 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 Um, but yeah, they make. Uh, hurry up, hurry up. Tell me where you want to go to eat. Quick, quick, quick. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> steak. N- what? <laughs> uh, yeah. I bet you could cook a better steak than that, is my point. <laughs> right. Um, but there's not, there's not too many places out there that I could make a better burger, in my opinion. Now, I'm not going to yeah. say that every person likes my burgers, but, you know, I think I got it down. Nice. Pat. <laughs> hey yo, um, yeah. And so I have a an affinity for burger for burgers. Yeah. And I and I I understand that for sure. Um but yeah, it it's just um Don't ask cut it your fucking self. You got yeah. knives there. Like we're I'm I'm just taking your order. Like if you want to talk about beer, like I am a bartender. I'm not here. I'm not worried about your fucking food. Yeah, fuck your food. Fuck your kids. Fuck your dog. (laughs) Sorry, Brad. I know you've got both. (laughs) Yeah, I do. But you know what? It's really like the reason the kids get on my nerves is because of the parents. Mm. So it's really when I get agitated at the kids, I try and I, I tell the people behind my coworkers behind the bar, too. It's like it's the fucking parents. And mm-hmm. I just don't see you being that guy. So eh, you have, I could be. You have nothing to worry guy. about. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, speaking of, uh, so I'm heading out this in less than two weeks. I'll be sitting with Devin. Sitting pretty. And, yes. um, and uh, he was like, where do you want to go eat and stuff like that? And I'm like, I just, we like bar food. Like, mm-hmm. take us to a brewery, you know. And I, I said, a kid-friendly brewery, it made me kind of smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But pretty much all ki- breweries are kid-friendly. No. You take your kids they are. They are. And there, there isn't really a problem with that. And I, someone was saying uh, there's this place called, I think it's called Rhine Ghost. And this could lead us down a whole nother path. Uh, I always see people coming in wearing Rhine Ghost shirts. Um, I think it's in the Midwest, like Cincinnati or some shit. Somewhere in Ohio, I think. Um, And they have a sign on the door when you walk in. Like, your children are welcome, but they're your responsibility. Right. And that's it. Sometimes you just got to remind people that. It's like, hey, your kids. We had to tell some people because it was like a rainy day. The uh, beer garden was closed and parents were coming in and they were like thunderstruck. They're like, what? (laughs) 
these kids are too much to handle. What's going on? Like, why, why are my kids acting like this? I'm like, I have news for you. They act like this all the time. Um, but we had to go tell them. We're like, hey, your kids are running around. They're bumping into other guests. They're create. They're running hazards. You need to keep an eye on them. And they're just like, they seemed like they were just totally out of their depth. Like, whoa. God, what is going on? Like, just what do you mean? What is going on? You have to watch your kids. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, <laughs> I guess to, to be, uh, you know, self-loathing and, and, uh, jump on that sword is it seems like it's the millennial, like 35 and under crowd of parents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's I'm I'm speaking specifically for the people yeah. that come into our brewery. Yeah. Well, now, I'm, well, now that yeah, it's getting to that point now where I'm an older parent, mm-hmm. I suppose. And yeah, so most of the people are kind of millennial parents. So yeah. <sighs> people, yeah. you know. So if you're not ready for kids, get some onion rings, watch some porn. That's right. You know. <laughs> Strap them on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh, that is um what would you call that that's uh multitasking or yeah that's or incentive based or something you just got to be careful when high, you come out of the yeah the oven. i mean that's high efficiency use yes. yeah you use the greases lube <laughs> Or, uh, even I, I, even I hate myself for saying that. So don't, even don't worry, fetish-ish. everybody listening. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't want them very crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blooming onions. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, you so, know what? Maybe. The, well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Is this going to be yeah. about onion rings? No. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, I'm thinking why they did the on- the blooming onion. Is they were like, no, nope, I'm done. Nope, we're gonna move on. All right, well, let me Seems bitch real and... quick about people wearing brewery shirts to a brewery. Okay, I've done it before too, but um, you can always tell it's it's a company, Nimble Giant. All right, I'm I'm all for. Oh, it's a Trogues. Mm. I knew I recognize that. Is that, so does it's the a, name it's patch say shirt. Big Wood? So, so what are we going to say about brewery shirts? No, I, I'm sticking to it. I okay. I own several brewery shirts myself. I'm wearing a high life hat right now. That's true. Um, I'm not against the merchandise game at all. So it's like uh, the concert shirt to a concert. I'm not against that either. It's the accompanying. It's the accompanying attitude. And there's certain ones like Rhine Ghost is one because I think it's like considered like one of the best breweries in the Midwest. Right. But there's certain people and they wear certain shirts. And when they walk into the bar, they have that mentality that I know more than you mentality. And mm. they're going to tell you. And it drives me fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're like, well, this is what we got. If you don't like it, then yeah, fuck off. And like they they've done all these like beer destination trips, which I'm again not against. 
But anytime I go into NOLA or Urban South, I'm not going to try and flex for them. Like, what is what is going to happen? Like, your girlfriend's not impressed because they always drag a girlfriend along who, like, doesn't really like beer is the yeah. other thing. Like, it's a very specific guy I'm getting after right now. No, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the, uh, the, the like, big-name brewery. Oh, have you ever been to Asheville? It's another question they always ask. Hmm. Oh, if you like, uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the West Coast scene is dead right now. It's all in New England. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Local um, local beer is the beer to drink. I did have a, a kind of similar. Uh, it's same kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine him being the same kind of guy. I was at my race here a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I don't really have a a body for the Iron Man mm-hmm. thing, but for some stupid reason, I'm able to do them um, <laughs> and finish them, you know. Some stupid uh, reason. What the, College athlete, you know, no big deal. Well, doing. that's not it. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, but like, the people around me, and it's, like, especially at these, like, bigger Iron Man events, mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh, type A personalities very aggressive very uh driven people right yeah and like i'd say 80 70 uh, percent of them are just just very all or nothing okay like this is what i do this is my thing this is my thing this is who i am am i <laughs> yes yeah. and um and i'm looking like around i'm looking to the left i'm looking to the right and like these bikes cost, uh, like at least, at least five thousand dollars, and maybe more. And with Shit. the bike, or with the tires and all that stuff around it, and I'm and like the bike I have, I traded like I did a couple of days of work for a guy I know, and I traded my labor for this bike so I could go ride. Nice. You know, and it's I mean it's a racing bike. It's better than you know a lot of people out yeah. there have, and it's you know pretty penny, but. You know, that's where I got, and I'm not spending, and I've let my son put all his stickers on it and all this stuff, so I got, you know. Um, Dude, how could you? Yeah, one Night at Freddy stickers and Green, Green Lantern stickers. and Oh, uh, how embarrassing. Yeah, but, like, I don't care. And it's <laughs> it's dirty, and it's got, like, road mm-hmm. grit on it and stuff, and the guy's, like, right beside me, and he's all, um, he's all, like, toned up and, you know, all you know anxious and ready to roll and just aggressive and he's like yeah, yeah i was looking at your bike you gotta didn't even really watch it there's a lot of road dirt on it I'm like no i don't yeah. <laughs> thanks <Yeah>. buddy <laughs> thanks <laughs> as like i have like my skin fit you know skin tight like not that i'm wearing it for looks or anything like that it's just like this is the thing that's going to... This is not, what you wear at an Iron I'm Man. not going to... Well, yeah. it's not that, but it like if I sweat through it, it's not going to be like baggy and like rub my nipples raw or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just what I wear. But, you know, it on me, it looks very bad. On him, it looks really good. So it's just, you know, one of those things. It's those kind of guys. That, yeah. It, and... But in the what grand even scheme of things, fucking compels a, that's so fucking annoying. Like, what compels that person to use that as an icebreaker? Yeah, need to wash bike. 
Yeah, pretty much. And like it, and it was like a sore thumb in the middle of all these like pristine bikes sitting in a row. But I was like, so I don't what? care. This is what I fuck them all. Me. Yeah. No. That's fucked. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think it is. It's that same guy who just thinks that like, he's like, man, I've had a lot of beer. I know a lot about beer. No. I'm, I'm gonna throw some buzzwords at you. You're gonna flip. We're gonna be best friends. You're gonna mm-hmm. be giving me beer all night. <laughs> Mosaic. Yeah, yeah. Someone came in and they're like, "Do you have like? I'm really, I really like like mosaic or citra." I'm like, oh, so the two hops that are in everything right now. You Every, really yeah, like exactly. Those? Yeah. Okay. Like you can't look at an IPA without having. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine if that's what you like. I like mm-hmm. it too, but I don't know. I guess, I guess I just don't care. Like, I I don't really want to try beers. Like, give me a six, give me a pint of beer, or if you have a half pour, and there's a couple I want to try, I'll get a half pour. Mm-hmm. And and I just can't. Like, I think I'm a pretty empathetic person, but for some reason, I just can't. Maybe because it's not a real problem. But I can't empathize with those people who are like, I'm just not sure what I want. Can I try this? No. Can I try that? Just get a fucking beer. If you don't well, like it, swallow yeah. it. Just pound I, it and get another one. I I think the only places I'm like that, and one more than the other, is like with movies mm-hmm. is, is the lesser of the two because like, uh, like I get kind of frustrated when – not frustrated, but I'll like kind of look down my nose at people who like shitty movies that mm-hmm. I consider shitty. Mm-hmm. Not not that I don't like them, but I'm like, how could you like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, um, but the thing I you've been podcasting with me way too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, uh, the other is like in my in my construction work and stuff, and people thinking they can do what I do. Well, yeah, um, that's your fucking trade. No one likes that. No. And, you know, why should I pay you this? Because I can do it just as well. Okay, don't pay me then. Do it. Yep, have at it. You're paying me because you can't do it. In two weeks, so why you can't get this crown molding up in your house? Yeah, you pay me because you can't do it. Yeah. So, anyways, enough bitching. Let's have some fun. Uh, Well, um, if we stop bitching, I'll stop having fun because that's just me. Stick in the mud, Andy. Not really. Um, we've got two uh, movies to talk about this week that I think we both seen. Yeah. Yes. First time in yes, a while that that's happened. I think. Yeah. Um, so where do we begin? Um. Let's. Uh, well, let's start. Um, I don't know. Well, it doesn't really matter. Let's the, start with mine, and then we'll start with the King yours. of the Rocks or the King of the Britons. Yes. Yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, let's uh, go to mine because it's the oldest. So chronologically, we yeah, start yeah. first. Um, so I watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Right. And uh, it came out in 1975, and I think everyone in our, probably everyone in the world has seen this movie except for me. Yeah. Now I've seen parts of it, and I've seen, you know. I've heard all the quotes. Yeah. All of them. Unfortunately. Many, 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 many times. Yeah. And um, I'm not 
like there's no reason to even try to explain what this is other than and it, try to explain why it is what it is and why uh, I haven't watched it and why I didn't really well um, <laughs> yeah and, and here's the thing it's not that I didn't like it I just and I appreciated it I just it's I just missed it it's like it's one of hard those to things land where like had I watched it when I was 19 or 18 or 15 or 12 or whatever it was yeah. I would have loved it, and I would have been quoting it right along with everybody else. Yeah. Um, it's just it's been, and maybe this is why it's it's like considered a classic, is uh, because it's been aped and duplicated and mm-hmm. um, recreated and and not recreated but just imitated so many times that i've seen all these jokes before yeah um and i could see it being the first one and i'm talking because i don't think i can't hear it here andrew but maybe he can oh, still hear I'm, me i hear uh, you but loud and clear i've like all oh fuck i jinxed it because i said loud and clear God damn it. I 64. am the worst. Sorry. That was my YouTube video about Nintendo 64 HDMI C4 capability. Oh, it's starting again. Why the fuck is that happening? It's essentially a pain in the ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're back and we're still rolling. Um, um, I could hear you and then I said something that was like, about hearing you fine and then it went all went to shit so i jinxed it i'm sorry and now there's god damn it there's a youtube video that i paused before we even got on playing but it's done now it's over good (sighs) i'm embarrassed but anyways yeah so i mean like you do you know what i'm saying like it's been mm -hmm. like all the jokes that were in here are have been done now yeah been imitated and tried to and sometimes fallen flat sometimes have been improved on and so, like yeah. i can see the value in this movie i really can mm-hmm. and i can see the love why someone would love this movie and i think that it's like for me mm-hmm. um for me this would be like uh watching uh shawn of the dead for the first time like for someone to watch shawn of the dead now after all the zombie movies that have come out since yeah and all the you know, and you know whether it's Zombie Land or this new one coming out with uh, 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 Bill Murray. You know, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, uh, but the Dead Don't Die. Yeah, Dead Don't Die. Um, like it, it those jokes may fa- fall flat. Ball don't as die. well. Dead don't die. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's so I I think it's probably a movie that a lot of people who've made movies that you love loved this movie. Yes, absolutely, and I yeah. can see where it comes from. And for some reason, I never saw it. Just never saw it. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, 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 and I own it. I own it on DVD. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the in the, you know uh, what was it like BJ's? You know those big box stores, whether it's Costco yeah, or you know for sure, absolutely. Where they have like the DVD section where it's like buy seven DVDs for thirty two cents. Exactly. And I had. Well, I don't want to lose money. No. Yeah. Um, and that was one of them I bought. Man. Oh no! And, uh, Wait. I we might be back. I think we're back. Uh, okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. 
for everyone that loves this movie, I I'm glad you do, and I'm I'm sorry that I couldn't yeah be there with you. I just I think I'm I think I'm at least twenty years too late in it. There's if I'd have seen it in like at age twenty yeah. or twenty two, I would have been fine. But I think once I got to twenty five, I was done. So I think I saw this movie when I was maybe like fifteen, sixteen, and it was like my um cousins or second cousins i don't like they're on my on my mom's side of the family but right. not my mom's sister's kids um whatever doesn't matter uh <laughs> they were like you got to watch it 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 so we watched it together and of course, you know we do they do everything. the thing that all of us ki- us did as kids, and and you know, um, they just quoted everything you know before it happened, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like I I see the value, and like clearly it's been aped, and I'm a firm believer in doing it first doesn't mean you did it best. Um, and that's not meant to be like disparaging on this, but you know, there are jokes that are good that can be improved upon. And um, maybe there's people who see it and they're like, wow, that's just a Monty Python ripoff. And I don't see it that way necessarily. Um, if it's funny, it's funny. Um, yeah. If it's, a, but, you know, but there's styles like you, I would say this and faulty towers and like all the, that, that, that group of stuff like i would say if you like uh, whether it's yeah um arrested development or um kind of that usurbic Mm -hmm. um slightly sarcastic deadpan (laughs) yeah humor you know i mean the office is a little bit like this you know um it like they all there's a like it's there. It, it yeah. like they're the first to. It feels like they were the first to do it, mm-hmm. and I totally could be wrong. I don't, well, I, I I I like that, and I wish there was more of. I like that it's kind of a sketch show. Like these are there's there's a through line, but essentially, it's yeah, a lot of just vignettes. sketches, yeah, and vignettes. Um, I I love. I wish more comedy troops did that because i i really like the format i loved when uh for me like i would say like brain candy would be the that like kind of sketch comedy that i put on the pedestal for, instead of monty python like i love <laughs> kids in the hall and i loved the way that they wrote brain candy and the way that worked out um but there's like there's some really <laughs> good jokes in here still i still love my favorite that I can't remember the last time I've seen this movie, but I do. I love the um, the boy who's stuck in the castle marrying yes. the a woman, <laughs> and, and they, he just the guy finds just... his note and he thinks he's rescuing a, a fair maiden. He's like, <laughs> "You you found my note? Well, I found a note. <laughs> that, that's just <laughs> that that just specific exchange. Uh, I love that so much, and it's just been." it's stuck in my head and and it is it's it's a style and a joke that that people do and use all the time and 
I can definitely appreciate it for what it is, but I, you know, it's actually it's a special blend because it's like um, it's clever mm-hmm. and like very smart, but mixed with so like lowest common denominator humor at times too. Yeah, like and they and they they weave it pretty well and yeah. like I can't say that I like I smiled during it. And I thought, oh, that's good, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but like they did it, you know, whether it's, um, uh, you know, the, the people picking up like collecting shit, yeah, like collecting shit, but also having a very, uh, intense dialogue about, uh, uh, forms of government, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, oh, this is smart and stupid and Mm -hmm. okay here. Like I, I seriously do appreciate it. And like, um, I'm glad I finally saw it. I just wish I would have seen it a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, I For me, I, I just more lean towards Mel Brooks um, as far as I feel like these are similar styles. And maybe Mel Brooks is kind of the more Americanized, a little more in-your-face version of um, these things. Yeah, I mean, there's certain Mel Brooks stuff that's great. Like, I think... I think certain stuff. I Yeah, I agree. Like, Spaceballs, I think, is a big steaming pile of shit uh, i hate space i love space balls i love young frankenstein blazing saddles. i love young S- frankenstein and blazing saddles mm-hmm. like yes um high anxiety is fun mm-hmm. but like i think space balls is just garbage i like i was obsessed with star wars as a kid and so mm-hmm. when i saw space balls i was like you can, you can do this that is mm-hmm. amazing um and i've loved it ever since so yeah, but it's probably the same thing with like Make a Gun. You know, it's all um, <laughs> uh, relevant at the time. All the yeah. parody movies and stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, so I don't know. It I, I did like the over the theme of you know once once you got over the absurdity, like okay, they're riding a horse and they're mm-hmm. galloping. You know, and I've seen that a million times. But as they keep doing it through the movie. Like, you get to the point where you're not even paying attention to it anymore. Like, oh, they're, they're just riding to the next place. Yeah. And then you then you realize, oh, but they're not. They're just pretending to ride on horses. <laughs> like, like you – and they make you accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then you realize how absurd it is that you're accepting this stupid premise. And I think it's, it's kind of brilliant in some of it. So, like I said, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm I'm in the same camp. I appreciate it. I just never I never really um I didn't I wasn't obsessed with it. And I I also have a weird I feel like people who are obsessed with it, like comedy ends at this with them. Yeah. Like as someone who loves comedy, like it takes all types. Like No see comedy more stuff. evolves too. Yeah. 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 Comedy evolves. And it has to because otherwise, like, I, oh, there was a thing I wanted to point out. Like, if you were to sit down, like, I was to have you watch Animal House for the first time right now, mm-hmm. it would be like it would like be like pulling teeth. It would suck. Yeah, it wouldn't be that Maybe. funny. I don't know. I've seen Animal House though, so tough, I know tough but call. It, and like, but I, it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like, there's. There's evergreen movies where you can watch them at any time in your life and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. But I think comedy ages. And comedy... Yeah. It uh, does. So I mean, it, 
just and, and your sensibilities age too with comedy, definitely I think yeah um yeah and i mean because comedy is all about um towing that line you can like step over it in bad taste but a lot of it's about a, it's it's not being like full-on provocateur but a lot of it's at least supposed to be a little provocative now of course there's a ton of just slapsticky silly stuff and that's awesome too um but yeah a lot of it is um i mean comedy just kind of stems from a weird place i think in people anyways you always you know you always hear these stories about uh the big comics who are just they make millions of people laugh and they're just kind of just feel hollow and stuff like that i think that yeah you know, it's it, comedy changes as a result of what what are the modern anxieties of the time? What are you know, what yep. are the what are the things that people are lampooning at this current juncture? Um, yeah, and I don't know. It changes, and sometimes it needs to be is and needs to be offensive. And I don't know. I was I was actually having this discussion with with a coworker of mine yesterday. And it's like, if you got rid of every offensive joke, there wouldn't be any comedy. And he's like, oh, if you got rid of the offensive stuff, there's still plenty of things. Mm. No, there's not. Nope. Not at all. No, there's not. Nope. You have to go against social norms to Mm -hmm. make it feel funny. That's, yeah. That is a much more succinct and better way of saying what I was just rambling on about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you have to, yeah, you have to go against the things that are, you think that are normal and, and make them like mock them yeah. it's a mocking thing like it's always going to be offensive whether it is i mean it doesn't matter right i mean there's yeah. a difference between like going up on stage and it be you know shouting the n-word or something like that like that's being that's offensive but it's also oh, it, I was it's, gonna, it's waiting for you to defend it okay yeah no it's it's offensive and inappropriate and if you want to say it, go ahead. But you don't. You you have the right to say it. You don't have the right to tell anyone how to feel after you say it. So, yeah, you're you're taking your uh, your fate into your own hands there if you're being an asshole like that. Well, which is but there's a, interesting. Like well. like there's a difference between being like offensive and and uh, I don't know. There's there's. There's an appropriate way to do it, I guess. In in my opinion, yeah. as far as like, because there's certain things that are just like people say shocking and offensive things, and it's yeah, like dice clay. Yeah, yeah, but um, I guess I'm more leaning on the, on the side of like trying to clearly. I don't know why I'm even trying to draw the line because I think we all know where it is. There's a difference between you know being offensive and hate speech, and someone being offended by a joke like bill burr offends i was kind of annoyed with matt when he was like oh you know he said some things that were just like oh shit we're going there it's like yeah "Yeah, we're going there because you know what he makes fun of women he makes fun of men he makes fun of people in this profession himself he makes fun of people in that profession and yes mostly he calls himself a fucking idiot yeah but yeah it it just it's part of the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I take 
comedy way too seriously. I think Bo Burnham said it best. What's funny? Yeah. What's funny? What's funny? What's funny? He also said it best um, when he uh, made fun of country music. God, I love that song. Pandering. <laughs> you simple motherfuckers want a chord change? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Something I thought we were um, going to breeze through. Yeah, we should have. Uh, Something maybe you should've. thought we were going to breeze through, but no, not us. Well, no, I thought it would spur some conversation, and I'm glad it did. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, I can, the roots of some of the, the, the funniest stuff and the stuff I would love, like I can't, like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost doesn't exist in my world if it wasn't for Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that just goes back to what I was saying earlier, where you're the people who made your favorite movies. This is probably their favorite movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's just, yeah, that's just how it goes sometimes. And it is like with comedy changing all the time and that line changing all the time. Um, yeah, sometimes you miss a comedy. Yeah. Like if someone saw old school today to even like you were saying animal house, but like if someone saw old school today, they, they like, there's a time and a place where we were kind of like, I guess bro culture was really entourage. Perfect example. Right. There was a time and a place where that was not only, um, accepted, but it's celebrated like one of the funniest shows on TV. And now you like watch clips of it and you're like, this is fucking, what a bunch of assholes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and and it was in of its time too, because it's like kind of making fun of that bro culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Make it's kind of poking at least, uh, I'm thinking as far as back to school, like poking fun of that. And it's not, (laughs) Bro culture really isn't a thing now. So, like, right. what is the funny of it? But a movie like Step Brothers, that's timeless. I agree. I think Step Brothers is one of the funniest. Like, just, I don't know. Adam McKay just strikes such a good balance with that he's, movie. And it is. He's got, it, a, he's got a good ear for, or whatever it is. He's got a good eye for it. I yeah. Think. And obviously, he's got, like, even Richard Jenkins and Mary Steenburgen, like, they're dynamic. They, they rise to the occasion because obviously Will Ferrell and John C. Riley just eat scenery. Yeah. And then they're just, they're subtle. And Adam um, Scott and, uh, oh my God, what? I, Rick, Rick, Rob Riggle. Rob, yeah. And I feel bad that I'm forgetting her. Catherine Hahn. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, they just, and it's not like there's nothing political about it. There's nothing like something. It just that movie kind of exists in a bubble for me. Yeah. Yep. But also someone might find the Nazi thing offensive. Yeah. <laughs> if you need fertilizer, I got a lot of it. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> well, but in the I context mean, of the movie, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know. And like, yes, like you have to laugh at the absurd. You have to. Otherwise, if you go crazy about everything, you'll go crazy about everything. Mm-hmm. And that's dude. Yeah, I'm whether I'm watching people go crazy about everything. I know. Instagram so... is turning into bumper stickers. Ugh. And what I mean by that is like you see anytime you see a bumper sticker. 
Is that another you don't word think for like stories? Woke stories are bumper stickers. I'm all about stories. I love the stories. Um, but if you're trying like the the woke ones, um, yeah. it's like, come on, this is for memes. Like it's like when you see a bumper sticker, it doesn't change your mind. It just makes you think, what an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, And that's what these woke Instagram stories are becoming for me. It's like, I don't get my news from you. I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't get my news from social media. Consume it other ways. Sometimes I just yep. don't consume it at all because I'm already unhappy. Yes. Yep. And that's where you have to dive into some good comedies. Yeah. Or some, some uh, people who have Asperger's and just don't care about anybody except themselves. Yeah. Want to climb up a rock. Fucking psycho. Nice psychopath. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you assigned me Free Solo, which is streaming on uh, Hulu right now from last year. And What is Hulu? What is Hulu? That is that's deep, something though. I've been assessed with here. <laughs> nice. I love Hulu. I there's a couple of things on Netflix. Amazon, I would get rid of Amazon Prime if it wasn't for the shipping. Netflix, there's a couple of things on there that, that keep me around. I like Hulu the most at this point, personally. Their user interface isn't the best. No, it sucks. Um, no, it's leagues leagues ahead of Amazon Prime, but it's not great. Um also, I'm just on IMDb's homepage right now. Why are they re-releasing Endgame? They're adding well, seven you minutes know why. to it. I yeah. I'm I'm you actually I'm happy that like, a movie's going to beat like Avatar. You don't know why they want to re-release it? I'm happy they that a movie's going to beat Avatar. Well, I. <laughs> that's why I'm asking why. I guess why is not directed towards the studio. Why is directed towards all the idiots who are going to go watch it again? Come on. I don't, I don't well they they'd like it. Why you know why would you rewatch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for the six hundredth time? Well, because I pay for Hulu every month. <laughs> no, I'm not against rewatching it. It's just like that is a long movie to sit through in theaters again. Yes. I don't know. I just I'm I'm at this at the same token. I'm rooting for them to beat Avatar. Yeah, me too. That movie sucks. And they will with this re-release. That's their only objective. How funny would it be if they didn't, though? Uh, yeah, that'd James be pretty Cameron's funny. laughing the whole way to the bank. Oh yeah, I mean we're we're you know like oh I hope they beat this guy who's made billions of fucking dollars with a shitty fucking movie. Yeah, God, that movie. I. Mm. I don't like that movie. Never did. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Um, yeah. Free solo. Um, free solo. Yes. 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 Free solo. On Hulu. Uh. On Hulu. Hello. This is the story of a uh, carpenter turned actor trying to escape his most famous role. Uh, no, it's about Alex Honnold attempting to be the first person ever to free solo the cap. And the reason I was stalling was, I believe it won an Oscar. I just wanted to double check. Yeah, best documentary. 
it's gonna be it, i thought it maybe would have been the the you know how they have the uh what was it uh uh oh crap lost my head uh uh rogue one right the yeah interlude right between the movies free solo is the interlude right between empire and mm-hmm. uh return of jedi <laughs> free solo is the planning of getting han out of there perfect jabba's lair yeah i love it i'd watch free that solo. No, I wouldn't. I haven't seen Solo yet. I'll, a Star I'd, Wars tale. I'd say I'd watch it, and I'd have every intention of watch it, and then a hundred other movies would come out. and be like, oh, I'm going to watch those two. Don't worry. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so Free Solo, Alex Honnold. Um, what, uh, we talked a little bit about him in Valley Uprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you liked Valley Uprising more than I did. Um, yes. And... I, this was the guy that I liked in Valley Uprising. Yeah, as far as like they did Valley Uprising as like a a timeline, like mm-hmm. you know, it, it it was more or less a, a story of where mountain climbers like, and this is the evolution of mountain yeah. climbers, and it ended with him. Yes, yeah, um, where Valley Uprising is the um, story of a bunch of, you know. Regular ass guys um, telling you how amazing they are. This is a guy doing amazing shit, talking about how I don't know regular he is, or just showing you how detached from everything he is. Yeah. He's not very regular, I guess. Um, but yeah, so this this um, is as much about the climb as it is kind of a character character study of who this. Uh, man alex is and, with uh, amazing footage yeah. <laughs> sprinkled in yeah yeah he definitely has asperger's um in my professional opinion he's somewhere on the spectrum yeah yeah he's just and it's it's sad like the he's telling like he was never hugged as a child um well yeah like this guy would have been a serial like, killer in another life or something you know what i mean like yeah. you can't like you've been ted bundy yeah instead he's a serial climber yeah um i don't know if he would have been ted bunny he's kind of weird looking his eyes are like oh, he's got big ears black his eyes are like jet black yeah like are you did you just step off the set of the x-files movie yeah or yeah that might be relevant later not really but hmm. <laughs> a little teaser um yeah, so I found him really interesting. I found his dynamic with his girlfriend, who was clearly his girlfriend. Um, uh, <laughs> there's a point where someone asked about her, like, is she your girlfriend? And his response was, she's trending towards that. Yes. Like, well, no, because clearly in their relationship, <laughs> he said something crazy. He's like, you know, like, There'll be hundreds of girlfriends in a person's life, but you know, one only one climb. Um, yeah, one one climb. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and his girlfriend, she loves him. Say yeah. that, because I she spent an hour and forty minutes with him, and that was enough. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's crazy though to see like one person. Uh, dedicated to one thing, and yeah. like, uh, and you can see, like, you see this in like 
professional athletes too. Yeah. Like I was going to say, I love, this is the exact, like my obsession with Michael Jordan. Why I love LeBron James. Why, um, I just went whenever the NHL playoffs are on. I just, I love excellence. I'm, I gravitate. I'm drawn to it. That's why I talk to you every week is I just really <laughs> like I, I, I gravitate towards excellence. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, <laughs> you're just waiting in every week, waiting if Brooke will come down and talk to you. <laughs> uh, so did Liam watch this movie with you? What did he think? Can we get him on here? <laughs> uh, not this week, Andrew, maybe next week. Okay. Okay. And if it if we if I wasn't so late, he they would have reviewed uh, Toy Story four this week. If they wanted to. <sighs> mm, I'm curious. I I want to see that. Uh, did you see it? Uh, Toy Story four? No. Oh, that's cold. That I is, know. It's that's pissed, cold. They didn't even tell me they're going. Yeah. Bastards. Teachers in there. Yeah. <laughs> summers off. It's not like I talk about movies every week for the last four weeks. <laughs> And then every couple weeks. Um, it, <laughs> well, I trust me. I talk to whenever <laughs> we don't podcast, they have to listen to me. Uh, um, but I, I think too, like some athletes also, like the professional athletes we watch, um, they dedicate their lives to a certain, um, like all their energy goes into this profession or this craft mm-hmm. at at the um not at the risk, but at the uh, cost of it, other yeah. aspects of their life, whether it's, you know, financial um, uh, abilities or if it's maybe they're, you know, we see, you know, everyone says, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, philandering or, um, you know, they're not, they're more committed to the sport and what they're trying to do than they are to the relationship they're in or whatever, you know, all the cliche, yeah. athletic cliches you can think of, whether it's, you know, running around with your wives or steroids or, um, you know, They're, domestic violence yeah. or whatever it is, you know, the bad things that come along with sports that people always bitch about, you know, and why I love Charles Barkley so much. I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. Like that's obviously not. Cool. You have no rings, bro. <laughs> oh, poor Chuck. Round no, I know. It, no, he's, he's got a great, um, He's got a great point. Like they, they're not; they're just great athletes. Yeah, and that's great. You that can aspire to be great, parents, but dads, you know, dude, Michael Jordan's crazy. He's genuinely like, there's something wrong with him and his philosophy and his mm. his drive. His competitive is like everything is a competition. Yeah, and that's that's the um, the thing that I enjoy about LeBron James is kind of the the uh the human element of he's an, a phenomenal basketball player one of the greatest of all time um but the human element if, of him is what's so interesting to me because i think he's one of the first superstars we've seen who um has is well-rounded and maybe it's just the the social media era where you get a better look at him and and who he is and the person he's grown to be um but yeah like like Michael Jordan's not a fucking role model. He's not opening schools for kids. He's not, no. uh, you know, <laughs> he's, 
He's out for himself. He's out to win. Yep. And yeah. And the the worst thing that LeBron ever did was, you know, that uh, thing. I'm taking my talents to South Beach and everyone yeah. killed him for it. But in the meantime, the while decision. he's doing that, he raised like a million dollars for um, uh, the Boys and Girls Club. But he didn't go to my team, so he's a fucking exactly. asshole. An ego, yeah. egomaniac. Fucking. Yeah. Now. Oh, shit. That's all right. Son of a bitch. Still talking. All right. Okay, we're back. I'm here. Yeah. I, uh, I did the thing. I think I did it to you last week, too. So th- okay. these are like wireless headphones. So as soon as this wire comes out, it like tries to connect differently. Uh, my bad. Technology. Uh, one of the interesting things I thought about this movie mm-hmm. uh was so at the end of Valley Uprising, mm-hmm. um, so um, what's his name shows up. Uh, Alex shows up right at the end, you know, as kind of the pupil of, or not pupil, but like kind of the next generation after that Dean Potter, which the Dean Potter character was like the most extreme guy at the end of Valley Uprising, the most evolved uh, mountain climber, right? Yeah. And part like you know probably a half an hour forty five minutes through this movie they start they start talking about people who died and this is spoiler alert but fuck it I don't care um, they show that he had uh, that Dean had died yeah it, which is kind of like it puts it in perspective you know because in the last one they're like oh, this guy seems like he is the greatest of all time yeah this guy is the the future of the like, sport it, yeah it's the future of the sport and within this came out in. Uh, Valley Uprising come out in 2014. He was still alive. Yeah. This came out in 2018. He's dead. So, like, how long is it before Alex dies? Like, doing the next thing. Like, he has to, right? Like, there's no... Yeah, yeah. I mean... He's not going to, like, retire. It's a fucking shame. But, yeah, that with seems his, to be the his, path. With his mindset and stuff, like, he's right. going to go till his body doesn't... Right? Till, yeah, till, you know... um Till, yeah fuck that's a really good point that's sad it's unfortunate but uh yeah he and this is um we'll run this in the future he died doing what he loved yeah um that's crazy to think about but that's really very true and you even see like um the relationship is kind of a big focus of the movie which i glad because i was interested in that um but he even says he even talked about it. he's like yeah you know i had like i haven't been injured in seven years and then i start hanging out with and kind of seeing this girl and she's not really a climber and i get injured twice it's like, that just kind of shows you where his, his mindset's at yeah um is he's also really thought- like He's oh, like sorry. the wheels are turning and he's making these connections that might not like it might not even be there. Like, I know you're young, but you're doing something really demanding and, um, you know, you keep doing it and time keeps going on. Uh, you might just be, have, you know, put your body through a lot of stress and you're slowly getting older like the rest of us. 
Um, but yeah, you can just see the wheels turning in his head. He's like, well, I haven't been injured in a long time. I'm dating this girl. I got injured twice while I was climbing with her. Maybe it's time to dump the dead weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, like I envy those kind of guys at, at times and girls. Yeah. Like those people that can focus their, everything they have on a certain thing and become the greatest at it. But it really comes at the expense of There's a price. having a having a life, mm-hmm. you know, um, so narrow minded, and um, maybe that his personality makes him unique for this the skill. Yeah. Um, but at at what risk? And maybe he doesn't he doesn't value that stuff like I do. Yeah. And and not say that he's wrong or I'm right, but I would say that he's wrong. Well, I mean, that's our social like, norms talking that's, too. Well, I mean, that's also like years and you, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. You know, we're social well, creatures that need a support system, and his yeah, but it's also inbred, so we can reproduce and all that stuff. We have to make you know, make sure we love our family, so they can go and reproduce next thing. So, um, like yes, uh. <laughs> Are we getting a little too deep? Hey. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. No. Someone was just getting ice in a glass, and I found it very jarring. Is she putting it in a jar? No. No, it's glass. It's oh. crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we're not, I should, we're not getting I shouldn't assume it's a she. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it is. You assumed correctly, so you skated by. But you're on thin ice, mister. Uh, um, yeah. But, I mean, this guy also, you know, his amygdala doesn't work properly. No. So, you know. He, yeah, that's kind of interesting. He doesn't have that, that fear of, it, right? of his. He doesn't have that fear of his social structure falling apart. Um, <laughs> Just like he doesn't have a fear of falling down the face of El Cap. Yeah, that's it's really impressive what he, um, what he's able to. And like overall, what, how did you like the movie? Like I, I appreciated the movie a lot because of I the, appreciated it more than I liked it. I didn't really care yeah. for it, but um, it well, was. This, I, I really thought it was beautifully shot. Like the shots were fucking crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but I just I also felt like, um. I, you know, I'm fucking broken record here, but the it it doesn't warrant its hour forty minute runtime. Like, it's a little long. Definitely could be uh, condensed into forty eight minutes to uh, you know show on on CBS or whatever. Well, it it it's been running on uh, Nat Geo. Yeah. For oh a while yeah, now. I mean it's a I, I think National Geographic produced yeah. at least part of it. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm you know not mad that it exists but I uh you know I'm not in love with it the way I'm in love with uh some other docs like uh Hero Dreams of Sushi. Mm-hmm. Another another driven guy. Well, you know what? Another at, at the expense of his family structure. You're right, absolutely. But um I I for some reason I don't even like sushi. I found yeah. that um documentary endlessly fascinating. No. This, uh, cr- I was very interested. Like it, it looked great. And I was very interested in the relationship dynamic 
Um, but other than that, it just didn't. I don't know. That is weird, right? Because I'm willing to forgive Hero more than I'm willing to forgive Alex yeah. for his uh, lack of social sociability, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, did you like, see that rice though? <laughs> not clumpy. Yeah, dude. That's he show. He doesn't say I love you. He shows it. Yes. Just like Alex, according to his girlfriend. That was really sad. That, like, that she. I, yeah, I that, tell him I love him all the time, and he shows me. <laughs> I wonder what sex is like with those two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, what's he trying to do? Like, yeah. He can't. He he has to be thinking about what he's doing tomorrow on the climb. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's not. I yeah. I don't know. I guess I'd have to bang them both and find out. <laughs> what order uh i guess whoever gets there first it's not you a race don't need, you don't need to answer that <laughs> but i really need you to answer it you don't have to answer that but you should for your own good yeah for the sake of us and the listeners yeah me and the listeners <laughs> uh i would say it's worth the watch yeah yeah it's worth a watch. I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm coming off a little lukewarm on it, uh, but it's. I like this way more than Valley Uprising. I did not care for Valley Uprising very much. I didn't dislike it, um, but just I, I, I find Alex a more interesting character than all of the Valley Uprising guys. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Oh. There's some, uh, this isn't the time. Well, maybe it is a time for it because you had, you know, somebody that climbed Everest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't talk with him you much. Know, He's not yeah. my favorite guy. <laughs> well, maybe I'll talk offline because I, I find that fascinating. Like, I really do. Yeah. I, I don't know. He went during the busy season. I know that. Is there any other kind? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. You mean the busy season at work and it screwed you? Or? No, not at all. <laughs> no, he's, all right. our, he's our mediocre social media director, so no, he was not missed. Anyways, um, before we get into another discussion and or some assignments, all that, uh, yep. I think we need to take a little break. Have at it. All right. B R B. Coming in hot. Coming very in hot. hot. Very, very hot. All right. Um, let's do out some movies. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, so I got a little uh sci fi coming of age flick for you. Yeah. Uh it's streaming on Netflix from this year. It's called Rim of the World. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, don't know how good it's going to be, but uh, based on the popularity of it and Stranger Things mm-hmm. and things like that, looks like hopefully, hopefully it'll be something I will enjoy. But yes. hasn't got a whole lot of love, so could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Could be a murder mystery. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, a movie I don't know what to think of still to this day. <laughs> I right. still think of it often. Is hereditary streaming on Amazon? I'm excited. 
very um, there are some I I could see you hating this or loving this movie because there are oh no uh, filmmaking did I lose you I'm I'm back you can see me loving you okay. can see me hating yeah you could love it or hate it uh, there are some Aronofsky style film choices or uh, filming uh, directorial feels in this um, and there's also some creepiness to it so uh, yeah like I said I still don't know what to think of it and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it I can't wait to talk to you about it yeah I am looking forward to it so uh, I will definitely let you know what I think next cool. week yeah yeah yeah, awesome. All right, so um, if you're waiting on what we think or uh, you just want some surefire hits, I got a movie I watched today. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, streaming on Netflix now from 2018, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. Ah, uh, hell yes. That's yes. streaming on Netflix? It's on Netflix. As soon as I saw Sweet. it, I got on there today and I was like, oh, I'll watch a little something quick before while i'm uh, making breakfast nope i didn't watch the whole thing but i i watched about an hour of it i yeah. was just in i fucking love that might have been i know we didn't do our uh top fives of 2018 last year yeah that would be in or hovering around number one that yeah was, it was I pretty lo- fun i'm in love with this movie from just everything the voice acting the visual effects the storytelling all great yes very good uh for me i'm going to recommend i think it's on amazon yes it is on amazon big dumb movie yeah. uh based on uh your one of your favorite authors yes right? uh michael Crichton, uh from 1995 called congo uh this is a a summer blockbuster that kind of fell well, it didn't kind of fall flat. It fell right on its face. Yeah. Um, big budget. Uh, but, hey, you got to know your... Uh, I, I can't even say I really like this movie, but I just... It's, it's part of filmmaking history or movie history, I guess. Like, um, right, right in the middle of the time where, like, Adam... Or, uh, you know, Michael Crichton was big. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Jurassic Park did great in 92. Or was it 91? 93. 93. So, yeah, this is two years later. Hey, let's do Congo and do it big. It was weird. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. And it is 93. I was going to be really upset if I got that wrong. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's, I don't know. It's worthwhile. It's <laughs> it's a interesting it's watch. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, it's it's funny. Yeah, because um, now I'm trying to think. Like, have there's not been a lot of Michael Crichton adaptations that were successful. No, there haven't. I mean, looking. What is it? Relic was one of them, which was kind of. Probably in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, timeline with Paul Walker, not successful. Congo, not successful. Uh, man. Yeah, I I don't know. I, uh, what's his name? Steven Spielberg and uh, Michael Crichton cracked the code once. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, great. Uh, I I love. Oh, uh, he wrote Twister. Did he really? And he, I know he wrote on Westworld. The, he was right on ER. The force behind ER, yeah. Um, but he didn't. It's not an adaptation of his. Uh, no. His work, though. Uh, there's a movie called The Andromeda Strain. Yes. Huh. Interesting. I think that was considered pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> I never saw. I never saw it. So. so I don't yeah. Know. Well, it has Benjamin Pratt in it, so it's got to be great. So, yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that you did for me, you allowed me access to your Hulu account, uh, yeah. which I took full advantage of. Good. And Good. Um, one of the things I do sometimes during work is I will revisit uh, movies and or TV shows that I like and put them on in the background and just kind of work around them. I got my Bluetooth headphones on and I set it up by my saw or a place where I can kind of glance as I'm walking by or mm-hmm. if I'm working on a project right in front of me, I can just kind of watch it as I'm working. Always watching my fingers and toes because yeah. my mom always Good. tells me to do. Uh, but one of the things I did was I just crushed some community. Mm. Nice. And I got to say, it's probably my favorite TV show of all time. I love The Simpsons. Love it. Love South Park. Um, love Breaking Bad. Love all the movies that are TV shows that everyone loves. You know, yeah. The Wire. Um, but the Community, I think, has some of the best writing I've ever seen. And um, Is that Dan Harmon? Yes. Dan, okay. Well, and the Russo Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... uh, But... They landed on their feet. What's that? They landed on their feet. I Yeah, they've done something recently that has been good, so... Um, (laughs) But you you were like, well, why don't we do uh, top five TV shows you like to see or made into a movie because one of their hashtags was... uh, Because this this, uh, TV show had a strong cult following. uh, Wasn't loved by the studio so much and their their hashtag was six six seasons in a movie yes and they made it five seasons and no movie so far mm-hmm. uh but one of the things i love is this it won't actually show up on my in my talking points because they pretty much made a movie every week i would say in 24 minutes or 22 minutes they were able to take every genre the one <laughs> Okay, this isn't a community podcast, but I, I <laughs> really fell be. in love with it. They did a Ken Burns documentary style episode, and yeah. it felt so authentic. <laughs> I love that. Because I've seen, like, I've watched some Ken Burns stuff, because you can't watch all of Ken Burns stuff or you will die. Of there's not enough time. Yeah. No, you can't. Like, he is uh, an immortal god who lives amongst us, who makes dull dull informative stuff yeah um but if you watch it i think it's i think season i think it's in season two maybe season three maybe season three 
and it is it's like oh no it isn't season three where uh abed and um and troy make a pillow fort or a blanket fort and a pillow fort next to each other <laughs> and and it's like the civil war documentary ken burns does and but it's based on these pillow fort forts and it's just the way it's the interview style and they have uh what's his name oh, oh damn it chevy chase um no the narrator um he's that he's one of those that guys um Yes. I don't know. Oh, damn it. Give me two seconds. I uh, Maybe I'm wasting time, but... Oh, uh, Keith David. Uh, okay. the, the, the black guy with, like, the silky, smooth voice, and he does a lot of Ken Burns narration. You're just describing black guys right now. Yes. <laughs> now I say I'm like Chevy J. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yes, but he just has a silk, it, it, but he narrates it. And it's just perfect. It's just great. So anyways, uh, that inspired this list. So yes, now let us, uh, get into this and we did get a little bit of interaction from Twitter today. So that was fun. Did we? Yes, we did. Nice. I threw um, it out earlier today that, uh, we were going to be talking about this subject and nice. Hey, interact and tell us what you like. Nice. I like that. I sorry I missed it, but I'm going to find out about it now, so I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Yeah, I like when um I'll have to I'll have to really sit down and watch community cuz I I really like when um they can play with genres like that. And that's one of the like it's always sunny doesn't do it a lot, but they had one episode shortly after Birdman came out that was just in in the style of Birdman with the, the like continuous cut and the jazz music in the background. Um, I, so I like when, when TV shows can, can do that. Um, yeah. Obviously if you're telling like a, uh, a, um, a story like breaking bad, you can do those, um, one-offs like the episode with the fly. Yep. Um, you can do those bottle episodes. Yeah, you can do those bottle episodes, but you don't have a ton of room to like. I don't like comedy. You can well, you, you can be weird. Well, you don't have in a in a well, serial yeah. show like It's Always Sunny or Community, where there's an overarching story, but for the most part, it's it's really about what happens in those twenty four minutes. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in in the thing about this, not that this was hard to come up with, like some. Uh talking points about this like topic yeah. is like a, a ton of TV shows. Like if you look through like the hundred best TV shows of all time, like 75% of them have, or 75 of them have been made into some kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's hard to kind of pick and choose what you want. Um, I, I kind of broke it down into some weird, like algorithm that I have, but I like, uh, like there's some straight up, like there's some stuff that I want to see like a straight up hey let's do it in a movie yeah and then there's stuff I want to be like a little bit uh, let's dig into the weeds a little bit on it oh interesting but um one that I want and it was done satirically mm-hmm. uh, is MacGyver 
Oh. I know, like, MacGruber's <laughs> one of your favorite Yes, it ever. is. <laughs> and I don't think they could do this now, but, like, one of my mm. favorite TV shows growing up was MacGyver. It was right. appointment television. There you go. Love MacGyver. Do you... Have you even seen MacGruber? Like, is oh, that yeah. something you care for at all? I know that... I love this. We put it I on do. a very different skit. pedestal than yes. you know. I love the skit version. so much. <laughs> okay, I was just curious but, if you if you had seen it before. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the movie is just kind of. <laughs> I I get it, but I choose to like it's 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 fine. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, but I know you love it, so I'm not. Gonna... You I'm you can I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, MacGyver. I mean, they tried to kind of make a new MacGyver with like a younger guy. And yeah. Like it wasn't. It was kind of a reboot, I guess. I don't know. All those all those re words get kind of thrown around. Yeah. But I could see like a like a some kind of like um, guy that worked for. I don't know. He was like he trained. Uh, Navy SEALs on how to live off the land, right? Mm-hmm. And then he decided to get out of the life and he's going to go live by himself. But then he was had to come back into service for some reason and that's what he had to do. And he had to figure out things and, uh, you know, for one last job type of thing. Sure, yeah. So, um, so I, I guess, yeah, that kind of... Sort of answered my question, I guess, but I'll I'll ask it anyway. So would would you envision something being like a last hurrah, like hey, um, kind of like kind of like a victory lap? Think... Like this one's for the fans. Yeah, I don't want Michael Dean Stanton. Isn't that his name, Michael? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want him like with his mullet reprising <laughs> it. Like I'm good. He's, oh, okay. You know. But I, you know, someone gruff, a little older, or maybe not even that older. Maybe I don't know. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy as MacGyver. I'd yeah. watch. I'd watch that. Yep. I uh, would watch that. Fair enough. Uh. Yeah. So. I I have one. Uh. I don't know. If you have ever experienced this, but I I feel like three is really the magic number for a lot of shows. And someone explained this to me once and it, it made sense. It was kind of like uh, you have your initial premise and you run through that in the first maybe season to two seasons. And then you have a follow-up. And then you have nothing left, but the show makes a lot of money, so you got to keep it going. And two right. examples that always come to my head are um, Scrubs. After mm. the third season, I really thought that show started to nosedive. And the other was Weeds. Okay. I thought Weeds was an interesting premise. Um, I, I liked the characters, but as it dragged on season by season, I liked it less and less i liked all the characters less and less i did i felt like you weren't rooting for anyone by the end of it um, well it, and it got like a little bit too unbelievable right it got fantastical and it it like 
So I remember it, watching the first two seasons. I, yeah, I it, them. and then it just I kinda, really but, yeah, it was kind of a, a like mostly comedy with kind of some dark elements to it. Um, just like a little bit lighter Breaking Bad. Yes, really. yeah, Breaking Bad light for sure. But I think if they told that story um, over the course of like an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, two hours is kind of long if you're going to do like a dark comedy, but like an hour, 45 minutes, I'd much, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them take to kind of distill the best parts of those first two seasons down into like a story about a suburban um single mom who runs a pot empire yeah um and like and i would wouldn't mind having her still in it because i love her yeah she was great as an actress she's as an actress the character just went off all those characters just went off the rails yeah just so unenjoyable no one to root for uh but yeah i feel like um Different kind, like, um, that's the reason I kind of asked you about, um, I almost said MacGruber MacGyver, like, a, either be, like, a victory lap for the fans or, like, I I picture Weeds being something that is, like... Like, ground up type of thing. Like yeah. Start the story at the beginning and yeah. tell it. Yeah. Where not, MacGyver, like, you could, pretty, you could tell it a little bit in the beginning and do it as a final hurrah yeah yeah I, yes i see what you're saying yeah or like like the entourage movie go back to something we were talking about earlier that movie picked up right where the series ended right i'm i'm thinking this is a standalone thing where i i guess a reboot or reimagining in movie form not meant to be a franchise just a one and done nice little yeah movie well that kind of goes along with like uh uh, uh, series like Mad Men, mm-hmm. which I I really liked Mad Men. I thought it was really great, but there were some really fucking dull episodes in there, like really, really fucking dull. Mm-hmm. And when it was great, it was great. It was fun um, and dark, but like there were some just really s- bad stinkers in there. But I think like a good Mad Men movie, and I don't know if you get <clears throat> if you get what's his name, Don Draper, uh, John Hamm. John Hamm, yeah. Um, I don't know if you get him, like, to do it again, to reprise it, but, like, the, uh, what's his name, uh, Wiener, Matt, Matt Weiner, mm-hmm. Matt Weiner, Weiner, yeah. um, was able to bring that late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. and, well, actually, mostly 60s, I guess, early 60s to 70s, yeah. to life, Um and make it so uh, vibrant, vibrant. Yes, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, um, that sounds right to me. Uh, it, it it really fell alive. Like, I, and I I know you've seen some Mad Men. I don't know if yeah. you've gone through the whole thing. No, I haven't. Um, and I might be repeating myself, but it was just one of those things where it's like I caught up on everything that like I I rented it. I think on uh, a Netflix like mailing okay um and then yeah and will you agree with me when it was good it was really good yeah yeah when it was it it got dull at points there was like some definite throwaway episodes and it was only like eight to ten episode seasons 
And it's like you can't waste that time in there. You know what I mean? When you're putting that right. much and like it, there was no there's very little character building in some of those episodes. So like I want to see a really tight written, like someone that could like a real good script doctor, like put it tight, make it all tight. Not a, not actually that story, but maybe another story within that world and and have his vision as far as the oh, vehicles no. and all that stuff. Mm. Um, his vision as far as what? Uh like uh attention to detail. Yeah. Uh with the clothing, the the vehicles, all that stuff, you know, the the manner of speaking, the smoking, yeah. whatever it was, just that kind of period piece. And uh because <laughs> Like I, when it was great, I was in, invested. Engaged, but yeah. when it wasn't, I was kind of disappointed. And that's the problem with some TV for me. Yeah, um, I I actually it just kind of scoffed a second ago. I remembered um, one of my old coworkers. He got really into Mad Men, and he when he got into something, uh, he like went all the way in so he was telling me about i guess there was this like um dedicated blog i want to say i don't think it was a podcast but you know the the uh typed version of a podcast this like mm-hmm. dedicated blog of um madmen fashion like styles oh. and and how accurate it was and what everyone wore during that show or that episode and like where you would find that there's just kind of a whole like historical rundown of the, the yeah. costume department. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely inspired some people to do some wild shit. Yeah. AMC had a pretty good run there with uh mad men and breaking bad. Yeah. Um, which I guess that's another one like, uh, breaking bad, would I would actually like to see like a a Tuco version oh, of it, like a like a um, spinoff? Yeah, like film. a uh, directed by uh, oh crap, what's his name? Um, Vince Gillian? No, 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 no. I don't want him in it anything more. I, he can write it, but um, oh shit. Um, Anton Sugar. <laughs> what? The- first name i thought of <laughs> it's just a real um, auteur move <laughs> sicario in, in oh the sicario vein oh right? um dennis villanueve yes like villanueve. that kind of feel to it like the rise and fall of tuco or the rise mm-hmm. of tuco type of thing you know where you know because there's so many characters that come in and out and i know they tried to do that a little bit with um better call saul which i fell off of i did too uh, um but you know those characters like uh, 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 like a character like Mike. You know, oh, yeah. Where, where's his origin? You know, what's where's he coming from? I mean, we got a little bit of that, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, that 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 universe, I really like that universe, and we saw a little snippet of it, and we got some backstories from all those people, and they really did a good story. But like, I think. Like a character like Tuco, who wasn't one of my favorites, but I think uh, in my affinity of of uh, that that um, drug cartel, like Mexican drug cartel, I get I fall down that rabbit hole <laughs> rabbit hole every like six months, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. But what about something like uh, what was it? Narcos. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, see, I really didn't get into that as oh, okay. much as I thought I would because as I don't know. I never. Was, I watched the first two episodes, and uh, I don't know. It just yeah. never hooked me. Never hooked me. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the history of it. It's just when they dramatize all the stuff, it's like that's the problem sometimes with TV. It's just like everything gets so you can't. Like, yeah, like in a movie, you, you have, can wrap it up in an hour. Or two you have an hour and, and a hour half, half to like roughly conservatively like two and a half three hours sometimes you know you really got to have something on your hands um but if you can't make it to two hours no one's like no that's not acceptable but if you have 20 if you're you have a 22 episode order and you show up with 16 episodes the executives are going to say no that's not acceptable yeah yep so yeah i i um and I think that's maybe why comedies are able to to thrive more is it you know you not that it's easy to be funny but you if you have you something s- like community you, you set up the characters and exactly. then you just write jokes and you let them play off each other you don't have to rely on story or you know yeah. you don't it's not like fake drama yeah the story know. is just a vehicle for the jokes yeah, Usually. I'm more willing to forgive uh, awkward circumstances for comedy than a false drama. Yeah. Hmm. For sure. Um, so another one that I came up with, uh, it's actually, it's been done before. It's proven that it's uh, at I least... I hate it. Maybe not. <laughs> well... Here, here we go. Uh, it's been proven that if not successful, at least beloved. And it's something that I think they were sorely missing. Um, I would love to see another um, Batman the Animated Series spinoff. Yes. I think it's been so long since in DC, they do a great, their animation department is doing awesome, especially yep. compared to their um, whatever it is now, DC ex- what was the DC extended universe yes. comparatively they're killing it. Um, but it would be so great to have like Paul Dini and Bruce Tim back and that kind of art style. Um, and it's just, it's hard for like a big release with those because, yeah, but because they do do those occasionally. But if it's straight to DVD, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, I know I, I we totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I think we've reached a point, um, we're like this critical mass of like niche things where uh direct to DVD is not a uh, death sentence anymore. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's people, crazy, right? Cause it's like either totally niche or totally encompassing. Yeah. So there's no like in between. It's like one or the other. It's like, yeah, yeah. The Batman animus animated series or it's end game. Right. Yeah. It's like we either need everyone to see this or we just need core fans we, to buy it. We want our audience to come out and see it. Yeah. 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 Um, but I would totally be on board with that. I would love I'm still, you know, 
I, I think maybe you're in the same boat as me. I don't know if you have as much reverence for the animated series, but I'm I'm oh, yeah. old enough yeah. now at this point where it's just like I'm never gonna not love it. Like yeah. I I <laughs> when it was on Amazon Prime I would like make waffles and, and O T and I would watch it on our mornings off together. The the reason I love the eighty nine Batman so much is because because it spawned the animated series. Because it eighty nine Batman's fine. It's good and I'll like love it, but what's better, what it spawned was pretty great. Yeah, the I mean the animated series is phenomenal. Yeah. Um so I would love love for them to revisit that. Um especially, you know, you can get get all the original guys, get the band back together so to speak. Yeah. Um and even if you want to update the art style a little bit, you can. Little bit. Yeah, I mean because there's definitely like you look at well they upgrade it within the series too yeah like, absolutely absolutely um, if you look at some of those earlier episodes like just even the backgrounds are a little plain it was, yeah stuff it like was that. just done cheaply yeah yeah um, and that's fine that's uh, it it actually is not really it's only when you're looking for that I don't feel like it's a detriment to the show um, but yeah I mean, you can upgrade it a little bit but. It's still like at the core, it was great Batman stories. Yeah. And to have one stretched out from 24 minutes to a full hour and a half, um, again, <laughs> like being a kid, it'd be like being a kid again. Yeah. Which I would not complain about. Well, I've got one for you. All right. That I guarantee you'd be in on. Like, I know you're in on it. All right, I'm in. <laughs> and he's the guy to do it because he's willing to take chances. And he's now he's taking a little bit of hit. Okay. But he's willing to talk about his life and put everything on the table. I want a feature-length film based no. on the TV TV show, Louis. You got me. Feature length film based on Louis. Louis, not li- not the cartoon Life with Louis. No. <laughs> All right, you, Louis you lost me. <laughs> okay. Um, walk me through what Louis is all about. So I've never seen it. Uh, okay, so Louis C.K. He's we all know him as a comedian who. Did bad things, right? So the the show was pretty much based on his stand up, like Seinfeld was for Jerry Seinfeld's comedy. Yeah, what Louis was like when you listen to Louis C.K.'s um, comedy, it was his life and his, the absurdity of his life and the like, all his kind of foibles and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the TV show was the same thing. It was pretty much based on his life. It's just a a heightened reality of it, right? Yeah. And funny and dark and uh, awkward, uh, but pretty enjoyable. Um, and but willing to put everything on the table. And you know, uh, I think Chappelle kind of addressed this here recently. Is like. His crimes and this 
this new woke world mm-hmm. are a lot less than a lot of other people's crimes, but we're putting them all in the same boat. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's not quite fair. Not that he should get off. No. It w- oh, sorry. <laughs> well. So to speak. He shouldn't have gotten off. Huh? Um no, yeah, you and you know what? When when you say that, you you put a big fucking target on your back, and um, you have to walk a fine line. I I know what you're saying, um, but and I'm not saying you're doing this, but I I think the reason that that no one really is able to kind of cut through the noise is because it it sounds an awful like. A awful lot like defending a predator, and and you and, can do that. Like that is totally fair. Yeah, totally fair. Uh, but the details of what he did, right, aren't as it's like not look this, at him. It's we, not we the can, same. Yeah, and we can we confuse him with uh, what's it, Weinstein. Yeah, like I think everyone would say, well, did, isn't Louis C.K. the one that jerked off into a plant? Or, you know, or something, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, it all gets confused. Like, who did what? Or did he hold it, like, take right. a picture with somebody on a plane? Or, you know what I mean? And, like, we don't know who did what. And, like I said, not defending it. No, and, like and, and I don't, I'm definitely not implying that you are either. But it, it, yeah. <laughs> but whenever you, whenever you get up and say, like, you know, they're not the same, it, <laughs> I, well, I, but I think that that's why you know it's, I mean? they're not. They're not. Yeah. But I think that that's why that noise gets kind of it gets like kind of lost in the noise. A woman, mm-hmm. a guy who flashes a woman like a flasher. Right. Yeah. It's not some is not the same as someone who like gang rapes somebody. Right. Yeah. Not the same. No. Deviant for sure. Different. Yeah. Different crime. Different crimes. Different um, threat levels to society. Yes, yeah. which leads me to my next my next uh, movie I want to see <laughs> is I want to see the new movie of Cosby Show. <laughs> I want I want Louie and the Cosby Show. I want to see what that dynamic is. I want to see, um, <laughs> ba- ba- da- you know, da- yeah, as like how uh, f- uh, Felicia Richard and um, and uh, what's his name? Damn it. How they react is like they had this gynecologist living in their house the whole time, and now mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but for seriously, like, like Louis C.K. has been willing to put himself out there. Yeah. For like his comedy, like whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. Like, he, like he talks about his life and. Who else better to do that in this? Like, is is it an apology tour or whatever? Maybe it is, whatever. But if he, if they did a movie about like all the things he did, like let's hear it, let's see yeah. it. Like I want to see it. Like, well, yeah. And you know what? He, the other thing too about him versus other people is he came out and he really owned it, and he disappeared yeah. from a while for a while, um, and then when he came back, he got lambasted all over again. Um, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd be, I, I'd be cautiously optimistic that that could be interesting. That definitely would be interesting. I should say that. Um, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I've I've got an idea of something a little bit of a deep dive here. Um, different. Uh, some people who are not at the height of their at the top of the game. Um, in 2015, there was a pretty short-lived, uh, pretty short-lived series called Benders. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. About about an unskilled men's league hockey team. Yes. Yes. I would like to see that stretched out. I'd like to see. I don't know. Yeah, you know, and not like not like. Um, I don't need a a 15 episode season. I'd like to just see. Like I like that story. I like that premise. I like those guys. Um, well, you know what was kind of like this was uh, Mystery Alaska was similar to that. Yeah, yeah, a little well, bit. It, it, not quite the same, but it, it was those guys sitting around the locker room. But yes, yeah, not the same. But yeah, they weren't yes. as bad. <laughs> it's it definitely niche, and like I don't want to see Goon. I don't want to see um, uh, 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 slap shot out of it. No, yeah, it's not like. You know, hey, we we won the championship. Or no, these guys are just beer league hockey players. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like I said, I like the guys who are in it too. So I I'd be all for having that cast come back. And uh, oh, actually, look it up because I I remember Andrew Schultz was in it, but I can't remember the other guys. But it looks like streaming on Amazon Prime cool so yeah, yeah. that's the, i've only watched a a little bit of that and i don't know if it was you or if it was ryan i it may have been, it probably, may have been you i might have been ryan i don't know um I, I don't know maybe it was me but i don't know eh, ask ryan remember the remember that show what if it was a movie Let's see what he says No, I like that a lot, especially yeah. after coming off a night last, like last night, where we got, I think we got beat eleven to one. <laughs> got worked. Yeah, yeah, that was like those guys every week, but they're still just obsessed <laughs> with with uh, playing hockey. I'm all for it. All right. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know. I, I don't know what I envisioned for that. If it would just be, it kind of, I don't know. There wasn't a really like strong plot necessarily. So it's not like type of thing. I think it only ran for eight episodes. They don't have to like pick up right at nine, but yeah, just, just the overall tone, same group of guys. I'm into it. Like it a lot. Um, so I am, let me pull one thing up. Okay. So hear me out on this. Okay. TV show. Okay. Two of them. Two of them. Together? Mainly one. Okay. Survivor. (laughs) I don't want... A movie, a narrative, or anything. I want a documentary. Okay. In yeah. The, in the vein of like uh, Lost Soul or Hearts of Darkness, like the making of, like all the people that slept with each other, like Hell all the yeah. bad things that happened in the background. Like, you know, there's all kinds of 
crazy stories and there's a lot of NDAs that, um, like you can't, you know, people have to sign your life away just to go on that show. They can't talk about all the ins and outs and all that stuff. Like, but you know, a bunch of naked people on an island. There's a bunch of sex. There's a bunch of infighting. There's a bunch of uh, manipulation Mm -hmm. of uh, like the, um, the, the network coming in, you know, um, uh, like all kinds of weird stuff happening, right? Yeah, absolutely. I like this. I like that. I was actually trying to think of something that I could kind of put a spin on. This is great. I I yeah, am all like in. Jeff Jeff Prost is like some like some racist anti-Semitic just Ku Klux Klan like some like horrible person becomes off as so just like. Hey, the next challenge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the tribe has voted. I gotta I gotta get into Survivor. It seems like something I'd like. No, I haven't watched an episode for but like you, probably twenty years. You have a, I remember like I know I've talked about this on the other show, but I remember when like my parents' friend groups were like having Survivor watch parties. Yeah. But there has to be some kind of documentary. Like, uh, who's the, the creator of that? There's like some big name. What's his name? Um, uh, producer has to be. Uh, what's his name? There's a. It's a big name in showbiz. He got in a fight with Tom Arnold. Mark Burnett. <laughs> wait, you got the, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> fight with Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google Tom Burnett. Or I'm sorry. Mark Burnett and Tom Arnold. <laughs> Want to know? Like, I think Tom Arnold got in, almost got in a fight with, or threatened to kill Mark Burnett and his wife, or something like that. All right, let's. Tom Arnold. All right, here we go. What happened and why? Those are the two things I want to know. Physical altercation. Nice. All good things. <laughs> When is this from? So this was written... Wait. Wait, so this is recent, huh? Like last yeah. year? Shit. I think so. Hours before Tom Arnold and Mark Burnett got into a scuffle Sunday night at a pre-Emmy party, Arnold vowed in an interview with Salon to confront Burnett at the Emmy Awards. Arnold and Burnett, brief physical altercation. Oh, my God. Arnold has targeted Burnett for months. As part of his upcoming Viceland TV series, The Hunt for the Trump Tapes, which premieres Tuesday, uh, Arnold has harshly criticized Burnett for what Arnold views as his effort to protect President Donald Trump by not releasing unused footage from Trump's long run as host of The Apprentice and Celebrity Apprentice, which Burnett created and executive produced. Arnold maintains that recordings exist of Trump using racial slurs and exhibiting misogynistic behavior while shooting Apprentice. (laughs) Well, I don't know about the racial shares, but uh, slurs, but you get plenty of his uh, misogynistic behaviors still. So, hmm. sorry, Tom, you don't really have a bombshell on your hands. Yeah. Um. So, but like you know that he's like I don't know. There's got to be some dirt there, right? Oh, yeah. I want to see behind the scenes stuff. There's got to be some cameraman scrolling B-roll that's got like the ju- the the nitty gritty 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm, that I'm and Naked it. and Afraid. <laughs> I just want to see him do it. Yeah, come on. We know you're doing it. Uh, this is nuts. Burnett was with his wife. Weird. Uh, <laughs> wait, source said that Jeff Probst, host of Burnett's CBS franchise Survivor, was also near. Oh, yeah. He was just near them. Darn it. Uh, all right. Well, that's weird. Um, so I've got one that uh, I feel like uh, was a wasted opportunity on Netflix. And, uh, you know, the characters are already established. The properties are there. Um, why not make a Defenders movie? No. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Because the... I. I like all the characters, Iron Fist, whatever. He can hang out, I guess. Um, but I would love to see a little like closure from like I I'm just disappointed that we're never gonna get to see Luke Cage and Jessica Jones get married. I'm just yeah. a hopeless romantic. And I, w- I want them to end up together. Yeah, I know. Um, I am kind. Of, I I'm genuinely just like that was one of the first things I thought of, is we're never going to see them together. Um, and and I loved Daredevil. I think that it's uh, you know, it hit a couple. Uh, the Marvel shows, they really, they ran for too long. Just like what we were talking about earlier, is when you have like a fourteen episode order. They're not all winners. Um, so it'd be nice to, I don't know, just get just get them together for a two-hour, you know, defending uh, New York City from uh, from a street-level threat. Doesn't quite catch the eye of the Avengers. And uh, maybe just give fans of those shows some closure. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I have not watched the uh, third season of Jessica Jones yet, but I am looking forward to it. I, I like that. I character. know it's out already, yeah. but and I like her as an actress. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that one. Um, I don't. Know, the fr- The first season of that was excellent. The second season was good. Yeah. I just didn't care for the uh, the mother character. Got on my nerves. Didn't get there with her. Yeah. So. Um, my, my last one is the animation block. We've seen, okay. You know, um, we've seen South Park come to the big screen. We've seen mm-hmm. Simpson movie come to the big screen, both pretty good. Yeah. Representations of what they did. Like Simpson movie is pretty good. No one ever talks about it. It's pretty damn good. I, I agree. Um, and the South Park movie is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like really good. Um, agreed. But, Two forgotten, really enjoyable uh, series for me: Ren and Stimpy oh. and Pinky and Pinky and the Brain. All right. Uh, All right. Two. Um. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 what's the word? Relationships. Uh, dysfunctional relationship-based movies, which I'm always a fan of. You know. One person, uh, you know, 
asserting dominance over the other <laughs> whilst yeah. being flawed, mm-hmm. very flawed. Yeah. Uh, but I love Pinky and the Brain so much. Yeah. And um, uh, then Ren and Stimpy was the precursor to SpongeBob. Uh, but a lot, I don't know. I, I thought it was clever writing. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have liked to see him. Maybe Ren and Stimpy did get a movie. Not sure. But um, I, even if you make it into real, like real life, like live action, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, like Garfield? No, not like Garfield <laughs> at all. Thank you very much. Hey, they made two of them, so it can't be that yeah. bad. <laughs> and can it can be, and you're fired. <laughs> can't be, and you can leave. Um, yeah, kind of. I kind of like the idea of uh, the um like the Netflix series because they do say they do a good job of establishing characters um, f- in their run. And then, um, and then they just kind of, they seem to just stop. The weird thing about the Netflix series I've noticed is I think that they all think that they're going to run forever. Um, which I guess maybe every television show is like, Oh, yeah. we're going to, we're going to end on our terms. And Everyone's like, mm, nope. Um, but I, f- I, I forgot kind of at first about uh, Bandersnatch, but I was like, oh, I, yeah. you know, I, w- I, w- I would like to see like maybe a, a like, even though the, all those movies are, you know, almost movies or all those episodes of Black Mirror are almost movies unto themselves. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, I could see, I would like a, a more fleshed out one. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's Black Mirror's been on my mind a lot lately. I I'm uh, I think after this, I'll probably while I'm posting the episode, throw on one of the new ones. Um, maybe it's just because it's kind of come back into the zeitgeist. Um, well, yeah, and the, I have a little bit of, like um, there's Stranger Things or yeah, Stranger um, Things was uh, another one I was gonna say, um, but like those feel like movies. Right. Almost. Right. The way the production value of it, like absolutely like, or Game of Thrones or Westworld or, you know, like the high production value makes it feel almost movie like, you know? Absolutely. Um, and because it's just a short run, like eight episodes or whatever it's going to be. Um, and I don't know. Like, that's why I kind of stayed away from that mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Um, cause like one of my, f- you know, or mini series or something, you know what I mean? Which yeah. feels like it's just a long movie. Oh, I'm going there. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, um, stranger things is, is one example that has done such a good job of, they kind of, they take their, t- they're kind of working on their terms and like, they know that they've got excuse me, a hit on their hands and yeah. um, they kind of get to call the shots a little bit. Like it's been, it feels like it's been a while since, um, since Stranger Things was back. Um, but they also, they, the cool thing they've done with season two and now season three is they've released them around the time that they take place 
Like okay. uh, this comes out on July 4th. This season takes place in the summertime. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and the season two was uh, Halloween time and it came out in October. Okay. Uh, but at this point, you know, you've got um, you have the high production value, obviously, but you've got those characters established. And I guess it still remains to be seen. But I just worry, like we've talked about before with these like long episode runs that we're going to get. Um, a bunch of stuff we don't need. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe I'm just being unreal or yeah, I'm being unrealistic since it hasn't happened yet, but I don't know. Um, I could see them using, using like those properties and, and spinning them off obviously yeah. into Netflix series or, I mean, I think stranger things, if you did a movie that probably do pretty well in the theaters. Yeah. I imagine it would like if you would, Leave this last one on the cliffhanger and yeah, wait two years and like just crush it in the theater. Yeah, although I imagine they don't. Netflix probably doesn't want to do that with their mm. properties. They want you to stay at home, mm-hmm. unless they want to win an award for Roma. Then they'll put it in like three theaters in California. Oh. Hey, they're going to do it with the Irishman. Yep. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I I love that they want to be like taken seriously by the Academy, and then they just the amount of like Netflix originals we've watched that would like never make it to theaters. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. There's been a lot. Yeah, and of course, you know, big production houses have plenty of those too. But yeah, you know, when you're starting up, it it kind of is a it's glaring mistakes. I don't know. So, yeah, that's TV turned into movies. That is. Mm-hmm. But I think we all jump on board a Chappelle show movie. Yes. Yeah. In the vein of... Uh, Do, like Kentucky or, Fried movie. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or even just like loosely thread together like uh, Brain Candy or, or yeah, Monty yeah, yeah, Python. Yeah, yeah. And the Holy Grail. I like uh, it yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I would love a Chappelle show resurgence, but we lost Charlie Murphy, so yep. can't happen. No, can't happen. We got him. his brother. He could reprise. That would be sweet. Have Eddie Murphy play Charlie Murphy. <laughs> would be his best role in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. A boy can dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um,. Just a reminder, we're going to be uh, talking Rim of the World and Hereditary when we get together again. Uh, and if you want to watch some stuff in the meantime that's got our uh, stamp of approval, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is on Netflix and Congo is on Amazon Prime. Yes. And one last thing I teased it. Uh, Neil Orange Peel. Yes. Wait, wait in on what he wanted to watch. And it falls in line with what we were talking about. Um, if I can bring it up. Uh, Twitter. Hmm. It's a little too hard for the elderly. <laughs> God damn it. Imagine trying to get back into Twitter. How? <laughs> yeah, how, how hard that would be. <laughs> what the hell? Where'd it go? Neil. Old tweet and delete. Tweets and replies. 
Uh, uh. Okay, here it is. There we go. Uh, he wanted to do. Well, there we go. Uh, Stranger Things, nice. Game of Thrones, and Breaking Bad. I feel like I've heard something about like a uh, Jesse Pinkman or Aaron Paul. They're intertwined in, in my mind at this point. Um, getting a spinoff like movie. Yeah, it'd be cool to see what he did after. Yeah, like because you can imagine him getting into shenanigans. Yeah, on not by his own like uh, evil ways, in. but like just by uh, circumstance and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, poor Jesse. <laughs> All right. Uh, Any final yep. thoughts? No, uh, I don't. I need need. <laughs> Look, if you had one shot to sit on your lazy butt and watch all the TV you ever wanted until your brain turned to mush, would you go for it or just let it slip? Yo. Remote is ready, eyes wide, palms are sweaty. The Flintstones on the TV already. Wilma and Betty, no virgin. The channel surfing, and I'm HD ready. So I flip. Garbage is all I'm getting. The Simon Cow, who folks wanna disembowel. He opens his mouth, always says something foul. They're dying, wow. Wannabes are crying now. He votes them out. Time to throw in the towel. Shows based on reality. Oh, the humanity. Oh, Aussie's family show loves profanity. Whoa, the Oh, dogs that crap and pee home of depravity? No, they live happily, yo. Plus the Ali G show and celebrity mole. Oh, and there's Anna Nicole, she's scaring me. Look, mono cavities. Oh, it's a station break. Better go out to the kitchen and microwave something. You're gonna lose your mind watching TV. They told me, they told me, but I'm still tuning in every show. My cable gets C-SPAN TV, land in HBO, the travel channel. NASCAR racing, that show about undertaking, Larry King to 24 to blind order, the weather channel's boring, like 60 minutes, ancient reporters, next up on E-True, Hollywood story, the rise and decline of 12 actors named Corey, shows for next fall, they've already been naming, CSI Boise and touched by an uncle, both sound pretty layman, so does everybody, tolerates Raymond, and King of Queens jumped the shark the first minute, I can't Richard Simmons ain't in it. I move right on the way. Simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Then I bet I watch The Bachelorette, followed by Welcome Back, Carter, and the Muppet Show where they go when I'm not gonna lose your mind watching TV. They told me, they told me, but I'm still tuning every show. My cable gets C-SPAN TV, land and HBO, the Disney Channel. amazing race and without a trace but i only watched will and grace one time one day wish i hadn't cause tivo now thinks i'm gay oh and fear factor i watched maybe a half hour after that felt like i needed a long shower network execs with naked ambitions next week on fox watch lions eat christians like to tie up
Mr. Rob Schneider and there's Gilligan and SpongeBob Plus. There's MacGyver and Jay Leno has got Madonna. Hey, there's Luke Perry on a special all pig Latin episode of Drew Carey. Wanna turn on ET? Cause I'm a gossip freak and I gotta know who J Lo is marrying this week. A 30 second spot, then we come back to Are You Hot? I was planning on recording The Sopranos. I forgot. I love shows with or without a plot. I'll stare till my legs are numb, my eyes bloodshot because I only have got one brain to rot. I'm gonna spend my life watching television a lot. Thing you want to.